I've been with the AFR for the last 10 years. I was in active duty uh, for eight years, and I listened to Sandy Rios every day after I did my physical training and before we had to go back to work. I moved back home to Missouri when I got off active duty and I did not have AFA stations. I now listen to her podcast every day. Good job. It's Spring Sherathon on AFR. Hebrews 12.2 tells us to look to Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. Call 877-616-2396 and make your pledge. Or give online at AFR.net. It's Spring Sherathon on AFR, and we're looking to Jesus. I turn my Welcome back to the second hour of the Today's Issues crew here on Sherathon on American Family Radio. So it's Tim Wildman, that's yours truly, with Ed Vitagliano. Good morning again, Ed. Good morning to you, sir. And now Steve Jordahl's in with us. Good morning, Steve. Hey, good morning, everybody. Uh, Ed, you want to tell us where we are? What, what we're doing here? Yes. Uh, I was, uh, we are. Why don't you be our Easter bunny? <laughs> <laughs> For those of you who rem- remember what happened on, I guess it was Sunday when the Easter Bunny came and pulled the President of the United States away from the threat of communicating with the media. Um, we are in the middle of Spring Sherathon, as you just heard, uh, one of our spots there. The theme of our Spring Sherathon is looking to Jesus based on Hebrews chapter 12, verse 2. And we have what we call a challenge going on, a $150,000 challenge, which means whatever gift you give, it is matched by one or a number of very generous donors. And uh, that means until 12 p.m. So we're talking about another 52 minutes or so. Whatever gift you give will be matched. $100 becomes $200. 300 becomes 300, et cetera, up to $150,000. And the number to call if you want to give to our Spring Sherathon is 877-616-2396. That's 877-616-2396. You can also give online at AFR.net if you prefer not to talk to somebody or you think you can do it more quickly. Uh, you can do that at AFR.net. So it is our spring sharathon. We are uh, we come on the air three days in the spring, three days in the fall. That's it on AFR, and we uh, talk to you about the needs of this ministry and encourage you to join with us in continuing to preach the gospel and to uh, help transform America and its values back to a Christian view of the world. Hey, we've heard from uh, by heard. I mean. These folks have called in and made a gift in the last few minutes. Stephen in Greer's Ferry, Arkansas. Gail in Glen Allen, Mississippi. Then type that in. Where is that? Glen Allen. I know. Isn't there a Glen Allen, Virginia? I. Anyway, type in Glen Allen, Mississippi and see where. All right. Brent Creeley's on it. He's All right. Here. So, anyway, 
Clarence in Peabody, Kansas. De, uh, Deanna in Saraland, Alabama. I know where that is. Where my mobile. Judy in Millport, Alabama. Joe in Dallas, Texas. Sandra in Burgall, North Carolina. Mary in Clinton, Arkansas. Catherine in Robstown, Texas. Tim in Red Bay, Alabama. Cindy in Shreveport, Louisiana. And Aaron in Womago. Steve found it, by the way. Kansas, Did you find it? Waymo, Kansas. Where, where is Glen Allen? Glen Allen, Mississippi. It's on the Delta. It's very, very much western Mississippi, about halfway down the state. Uh, right at the um, Louisiana-Arkansas border. If you cross, <clears throat> oh, okay. then you're in uh, okay. Glen Allen. Well, my apologies. I've lived in Mississippi 50 Whatever it is, probably a, probably it's probably a small years. community. I'm, I'm, I'm just not familiar with. It's with got that. nothing but a Dollar General, probably. Yeah. Well, if <laughs> you don't if you, if you don't now. know where a town is and you live in Mississippi, everybody goes, "Oh, it's over in the Delta." Yeah. Its zip code is three eight seven four four. Nobody really knows if it really is. You just say that, <laughs> say that and it's so, the end of discussion yeah. <laughs> because nobody says, "Oh, really? Where in the Delta?" Right. You know, is right. that. Uh, by the Delta, I mean that region uh, that's next to the river. Yeah. The say River Delta. Do you think most people get that? I think so. Yeah. All right. Uh, American Family Radio, we roll on with our share thon We're going to close this dude out at 6 o'clock Central Time tonight. By dude, I mean share I gave it a male orientation. Um, right, dude? Yes. We, uh, we, we proudly hold... To the reality that God created. Amen. There's men and there's women. Amen. Wait a minute. God created fundraisers as male? <laughs> By the way, where else in the world do they have any kind of an issue or problem at all with uh, male and female? Besides, Every Latin language. Besides us here in America, the Hollywood crowd and, and a few others. Oh, I think Europe, where? Western Europe where is else also. Europe, they're confused yeah, too? Yeah, they Every are. Latin language has male and female nouns, which I've never right. understood, and that confuses me, just in, so you know. <laughs> in Latin? Yes. When I took Latin in junior high and then in high school, you, you conjugated verbs and everything. Everything was, yeah. you know, you had male and female nouns. Listen, and- I've conjugated Latin words so many times I'm embarrassed to say. You know what I'm saying? It, it, yes. People get the wrong impression when you do that in public. Yes. You know, they think maybe you're using bad language or something like yeah. that. It, it, it's nothing of the sort. Uh, Veni Vidi Vici. I came, uh, I saw, I conquered. Uh, yeah. I, just I said, probably mispronounced that. It's been it's been forty years. And who said that? <laughs> well, that was uh, Julius Caesar in Gaul. I came, I saw. I Marlon Brando, too. The Gaul, I think, said that in one of his movies. Gaul of that Julius All right. Caesar. Go, Steve. Well, uh, we have something to talk about this morning because Joe Biden was talking. Give him something Uh-oh. to talk about, Steve. Let's give him something <laughs> yeah, to talk yeah. about. Okay. <laughs> So he was at the podium, and a reporter asked Joe Biden about Title 42. Now, Title 42 was the Trump-era regulation that allowed people, uh, Border Patrol, to refuse entry to people with COVID into the United States. If they caught them, they sent them over across the border. All right, so that's Title 42. The administration says it's going to phase it out. They they could reconsider it, but they're going to phase it out. 
I want you to listen to Joe Biden's answer when he talked about Title 42. Cut nine. But on Title 42, sir, are you considering delaying lifting Title 42? No, what I'm considering is continuing to hear from my, uh, my uh, first of all, there's going to be an appeal by the Justice Department because as a matter of principle, we want to be able to be in a position where if, in fact, it is strongly concluded by the scientists that we need Title 42, that we'd be able to do that. But there has been no decision on extending Title 42. So you might have missed that. Title 42, again, is the policy at the border. What the Justice Department is appealing is the court ruling that says you don't have to wear masks on planes. He's confused. He doesn't know the difference. Oh, I've, you know, I was confused by his statement. Yeah, he's confused. And, yeah, all right. So that's, that's that, so so explain the difference there. That there, there was a judge's ruling in Florida, right? Judges, federal, yep. federal district. That said that the, you no longer are required. The, the CDC cannot compel you to wear masks on planes and trains and public transportation. Uh, they don't have lawmaking capability. That needs to go back to Congress if they want to do that. Completely different issue than what's going on at the border. Uh, that that but he conflated the two. That was a amalgamation of the two. He and he didn't even face him that he was answering the wrong question. Can, yeah, but but surely there was a follow up question from this member of the media to clarify things, even if that meant embarrassing the president. There right? was no chance. No, for you a don't get you, you don't get you don't get to follow up uh, well, with your questions for Biden. There was no chance for a follow up in this case. The Easter Bunny came. This is unlike any other. This is like unlike any other president yeah, in history. Right. Um, that is a Jen Psaki was asked about this by uh, Wallace Chris Wallace the other day about why he doesn't yeah have follow well, he up won't questions. do sit down interviews right okay and she says well he does answer questions every day at the White House yeah he answers questions with yes no or whatever he wants to say and then he walks away right. he doesn't do a follow up question he doesn't do a sit down interview like Trump did all the time. Even Obama did a lot of those. Well, the reason they don't want, we all know this. Right. The reason they don't want, by they, I mean those handlers in the White House, Jen Psaki included. And this is the reason Biden didn't do sit-down interviews um, before the election. You remember Trump sat down with Chris Wallace for an hour one night. Right. Huh? And they were sweating because they were sitting outside of the White House in like yeah. August or September. And I was going, well, uh, wow, Trump handled that pretty well. I wonder how Biden's going to handle it. Yeah. <laughs> Biden didn't have to handle it because they said, no, we're not going to do any kind of a sit-down interview with Chris Wallace. Right. And they don't do it today. And we all know the reason for this. They don't want Biden sitting down. He can't do an hour interview one-on-one right. or even 30 minutes probably. It'd be it'd be a political catastrophe. Uh, it, yes, so better to do like Jen Psaki does and just say, what? What's the problem? Right. Then really put him out there and let him do a half-hour interview with uh, a journalist. A that the White House would have to walk back half the things oh, that my he word. said. Oh, my like word. when he talked about that Vladimir Putin cannot remain in office. Yes, the White House it would, said, it, you're right. We have be, to, what did you say, a catastrophe? Yeah, it would be a political catastrophe. By yes, the way, sir. I do want to make note of the fact that Jen Psaki, after explaining why the, the president... Uh, could not, you know, was not going to do follow-up interviews. She proceeded to sob. 
you know, which she's, you know, crying and crying. Because the the follow-up lands on her. Yes. (laughs) Listen, Biden should do uh, at least a half-hour interview, I would think, with uh, every every quarter with a leading journalist in America, be liberal, conservative, independent, I don't care, whatever, because people need to – hear his thinking process right. uh, ex- explained on his own, not his handlers, not Jen Psaki, not some press release, but hear from him. Uh, I think that's a, a very important part of evaluating uh, somebody's performance. All how presidents doing. have done this. Absolutely. In, in, in the Absolutely. television age. Right. So what you get now is, um, again, it's so obvious everybody knows what's going on here. But when you're able to do an interview, then you can ask a follow-up question and a, a politician doesn't get away with just giving an answer, which you go, that's not an answer to my question. But then he walks out of the room. Right. This is what Biden does. This is classic Biden, or he goes to wherever the Easter Bunny is. or where. He's admitted. He's admitted that I'm not allowed to talk about right, that. Right. They told me I couldn't do an interview right, right. now today or whatever. I remember a couple of occasions he's even said, uh, leave room. Yeah. After reading the prom- yes. teleprompter, he reads the message that he's not supposed to read at the end of the speech, which is, uh, God bless America, then leave room. And he'll, yes. he'll say, leave room. <laughs> read the teleprompter. Yes. So, uh, listen, uh, but he should do, uh, and, he, and they should be criticized for not doing sit-down interviews where you have to, at least 15, 20 minutes, you have to do some give and take, where a, uh, a journalist, an interviewer, can challenge right. the president on him just saying something that uh, may be a half-truth or may not, maybe a non-answer, but he at least has somebody come back and say, wait a minute, this isn't what you did, this isn't what you said. They did that every day with Trump, right. every day with Trump. And Trump, would sit, to his credit, would sit there on the what they call the rope line. Yeah. Remember how many he would be leaving to go somewhere out of town or out of the country even? He would be on the... Uh, going to Marine One on the south yeah. on the south lawn of the White House, and Trump would sit there and do fifteen minutes worth of give and take with the yeah. with the media that hated his guts. Right, but he knew, hey, it's my responsibility to communicate with the American people, and I'm going to take all comers. Yeah, but uh, that isn't the way Biden uh, is, you know, does uh, conduct his business, and for the reasons we've mentioned here yeah. the last couple of minutes. You're listening to Trivia. No, you're not. That's tomorrow. tomorrow. Yes. <laughs> Tomorrow's Trivia Friday on American Family Radio. Today is Sherathon, the last day. we got five and a half hours approximately left. Uh, if you want to call to make a gift right now, we're going to – we have a generous uh, donor who's going to double your do- giving. So if you want to give $100, it's 200 200 is 400 400 is 800 See how I did that? Yes. Huh? And that's just going on for another 40 minutes. Yeah, I don't even need a calculator. (laughs) I can just rattle that off. You know what I'm saying? That's right. So I uh, admire your math skills. I've been told that many times. Uh, All right, here's the number to reach us to make the gift that can be doubled. 877-616-2396. You call that number. I'm going to give it again. Call that number. And you'll talk to some folks we're looking at right now. Through the glass into the other room here at American Family Radio, the folks who are answering the phones for us, many of them are our staff. Some are volunteers who've come in from around the country to help us answer the phone. 
Uh, the telephone number to reach us here is 877-616-2396. 877-616-2396. If you want to go online and check out the share maybe even give online, it's AFR.net, AFR.net. Let's hear from one of our wonderful listeners out there. Hello, my name is Prissy. I live in Arkansas, and I have listened to AFR for many, many years. And I used to listen when in our area it was only music. And now I listen to talk. I start off with Sandy Rios in the morning. I love her. I love her voice. I am blind. And so, you know, I'm kind of sensitive to voices. But uh, she has done so much to help me see the way things are. And uh, I just want to say, keep up the good work. We out here rely on you. Thank you very much. Wow. Well, I know. I just huh? love our listener testimonies. And I, I mentioned yesterday that uh, you might, Tim, I don't know. I never get to listen to any of these listener testimonies until Sherathon begins. We have our, our, a great production team here. When we talk about folks, there are uh, financial needs. That's what I'm talking about. The production team that puts those kind of things together, that gets this show on the air. Right. Uh, that, uh, what you know, Steve Jordahl and others, uh, uh, Chris Woodward, they they have to, uh, for example, collect the the audio of the from the programming that we talk about on the program. All of that is labor intensive and costs money to produce high quality programming, and that's why we have our shareathon in the spring. Three days in the spring, three days in the fall. The number to call if you want to give and have your gift matched is 877-616-2396. That number again is 877-616-2396. You can give online at AFR.net, and uh, if you prefer to do it that way, you can do that and also give there. Hey, here's some folks who've called in the last few minutes to make a gift. Gary in Iuka, Mississippi. Debbie in Montgomery, Texas. Larry in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, Deanna in Magnolia, Arkansas, Donna in Belleville, Ohio, Ohio. Oh. The screen uh, switched over on me in the mid mid word here. That's what happened. Judy in uh, Oklahoma. I think that's Taliqua. Talica. Yeah. yeah, we'll go with that. Ed. <laughs> I think that's Taliqua. Gerald in Great Falls, Montana. Yeah, the far north. Yeah, the country. great, great no. white, well, the great white north, big sky country. Gerald calls in from Great Falls and made a gift to American Family Radio. And Beryl, Beryl calls in from Artemis, Pennsylvania. We truly are American Family Radio. We have 182 stations, I think it is now. We added Chattanooga, Tennessee to our network family about six months ago, I guess it was. So uh, that's the last station we bought. And we added new listeners there. So you're listening to American Family Radio, Sherathon, Spring Sherathon. Our theme is looking to Jesus, looking to Jesus. We're a Christian radio network, obviously. And our theme verse, uh, where is our theme verse found? It is Hebrews chapter 12, verse 2, and the New King, King James Version 
puts it this way, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. For all of you who are Christians, what does that, that mean? is the God we serve. What does that mean when it says, the Bible says that other places, that Jesus Christ is seated at the right hand of God. God, what does that mean? Well, the, the right hand of any potentate or any monarch, any king, and the Bible describes God Almighty as the king of the universe, the right hand was the place, uh, the place uh, of uh, power and the execution of the will of the king. So the person who is seated at the right hand had the authority and power of the king to do his will. So Joseph in the Bible, for example, was uh, second to the Pharaoh himself, but carried his authority and did his will throughout the kingdom. Is that where we get the term right-hand man? Yes, that's exactly that's exactly correct. Really? Yes. So that's basically, a, it's a worldly, but it's also a biblical reference. Right. Your right-hand man. I'm sure the man. world got it from the Bible. Yeah. That, that People helps. Would, yeah. I, cool. I'd heard that before, but it's been a long time. So when Christ is seated at the right hand of God the Father, that's what it's talking about. He is about. acting on the Father's behalf. Jesus would say that periodically in the Gospels. You can read that. He would say, I have come to do the will of the Father. Uh, the Father have, being God in heaven. God in heaven. And uh, I have come to speak not what I want to speak, but what my I have heard my Father speak. I have come to do not what I want to do, but to do what I have seen my father do. He's the perfect so, representation. So when, so when Jesus is talking, and we read about it in the Bible, are those the very words of God? Yes. That's, that's why, obviously, it's not in the original transcripts, the original writings, but that's why many Bibles have the words of Jesus in red. It's to set those apart from from mere human words. But the entire Bible is inspired of God. You're telling me Matthew didn't have a red pen? That, that's absolutely what I'm saying. Okay. So Jesus is expressing the thoughts of God while he in, was on earth in human terms, yes. I guess you could say. I should say while he was on earth. Also, that is why in the book of Revelation in chapter 2 and 3, Many versions have the words of Jesus in red in the uh, letters to the seven churches as well. So even while he was in heaven, uh, he was communicating the very words of God. Gotcha. You're listening to Spring Sherathon, and uh, looking to Jesus is our theme. You read about it yourself, what we're talking about here in the book of Hebrews in Chapter the New 12, Testament. Chapter 12. Steve, what else you got over there? I know you guys were talking about Disney World losing its privileges. Well, enter Colorado Governor Jared Polis, who says, you don't like uh, Disney? If you don't like what's happening to you there, come on and move Disney World to Colorado, is what he's saying. Yeah. And so... That's not going to happen. Well, I I just took a look. I found somebody who... uh, had computed how much it would cost to build Disney World in today's dollars. It was actually $2,016. I can't verify these numbers. I didn't really want to crunch them all. But according to this person, it would take about uh, $12.3 billion to build 
the complex, the Disney World complex, into in 2016 dollars, you add another 2.4 billion to that. If you wanted to build in Colorado, <laughs> what they have in Florida, 14.7 billion dollars, it would cost to do that. And and of course, everyone would want to take a <laughs> vacation walking around a park in 32 degree weather. Yes, that's not, uh, that's not you know happen. what I read. I've read I read the whole story on Walt Disney. And how he, uh, well, I read, I read a lot about his life, um, as a, you know, how he grew up. I think he grew up in, I want to say Iowa or somewhere in the, in the Midwest. Look that up. Okay. But anyway, maybe Iowa or was it Kansas? Anyway, the, uh, he, he, he became a. He was born in Hermosa, Chicago. Uh, her, uh, it says born Hermosa, Chicago. Is that a part of Chicago? That must be a part of Chicago. Yeah. Anyway, I was wrong about it. seemed like he grew up. Well, it's Midwest. Yeah, the Midwest. So he's a Midwestern kid. Went out to California. But they built Disneyland, right, in the uh, Los Angeles area. In the 60s, and then maybe even in the late 50s, but uh, Disneyland, theme park. But then he was looking for somewhere to build an East Coast theme park, call it Disney World, not Disneyland. And the reason he chose Orlando, Florida, was because primarily the weather could be, uh, the park could be accessed year-round. Yeah. Disneyland was opened opened in 1955. In okay. 1911, the Disney's moved from Chicago to Kansas City. There you go. You yeah, said- that's where I got that from Chicago to Kansas City. But uh, so that that's whole it's a whole fascinating story. I don't have time to go in it. I don't want to bore people. But about how he uh, was able to obtain the land there in Orlando to build the original. And I can't imagine Disney, Disney wanting to die. No, on this they would. Hill. No, this will mean, this will pass. Yeah. <clears throat> but Jared, uh, but Jared think, Polis might be smoking some of his product there. What's that? Jared Polis, the, the, the offer. He just did that the for the gov- you talking about the governor of Colorado. Yes. He just did that for a publicity sure. stunt. Yeah, sure. Reason he did that for a publicity stunt. Um, and all governors do that. Come to our state. Yeah, b- build your company here, and and we'll treat you Greg, right. And Greg Abbott does yeah. that in Texas. Yeah, it's a very competitive business bringing corporations to various states but but he chose disney world and put it in orlando because it's in the center of florida which buffers him somewhat from hurricanes him i'm talking about this is what walt disney's thinking yeah at the time so put it in florida good weather year round in terms of being warm and he's buffered from the hurricanes so we'll be back momentarily with more of Hello, this is Tony Perkins, President of the Family Research Council here in Washington, D.C., and the host of Washington Watch, heard here on AFR. I want to encourage you to support AFR during this share I've seen firsthand the profound influence that American Family Association and American Family Radio have had here in our nation's capital. I believe America is stronger because of the labors of Don Wildman and now Tim Wildman and the entire AFR team. I'm proud to partner with them, and I challenge you to do the same during this share May God bless you, and may God bless the United States of America. Steve from Mississippi. 
My wife and I have been missionaries living in Peru since 2010. We knew things would be different when we returned to the States this year, but it was still shocking to see how in your face those changes are. The homosexuals came out of the closet while we were gone, and it seems many Christians have retreated in silence to those same closets. The harshness and lack of respect in public dialogue is frightening as we teeter on the edge of losing free speech and First Amendment rights. Yet amid all these changes, we are grateful to God that American Family Radio is not silent, but remains steadfast in the truth. With all the bad news out there, it is good to hear some good news on AFR. So I pray for you and I give to American Family Radio so we can continue to send forth the truth. It's Spring share on AFR, and we're looking to Jesus. Call 877-616-2396 and make your pledge. Or give online at AFR.net. It's share on American Family Radio. Hey, welcome back to share By the way, in case you're wondering... Uh, whose song that is we're using for our theme song during Sherathon. Brent, do you have that information? Bon, information. Bon Ray. Is bon name. Ray, mm-hmm. not Bono. <laughs> Correct, yes. Bon Ray. Yes. Bon Ray, they're, 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 tell us about them. Do you know anything more than that, what, I, what you just said? That's all I know at the moment. You don't know they, are, they are four uh, Bonner siblings. Their last names are Bonner, B-O-N-N-E-R. Okay. And uh, the Bonner they, boys. Well, and one girl. Oh, there's a girl. Th- okay. Three boys and a girl. And it does matter that, that there's three boys and one girl. <laughs> it does. Right. Okay. And they added the Ray to the end of their the, the amalgamation of their name because they wanted it to be a ray of hope that their songs bring. Well, that is awesome. Isn't it? Yeah. We, we tried that. Our family tried that. It didn't work. Didn't wild work. Ray? To, to be an inspiration wild, to other people? Wild Ray. The, no, we tried to be a singer. Oh, group. wow. Wild Ray. The Wild Rays. The Wild uh, Rays. Churches wouldn't have us. Well, and listen. They they didn't like the name. It was very prejudiced. Well, listen. We tried the same thing. Vitag Ray. Vitag Rays? Churches didn't want you either. That just had no cachet. Vitag Ray. Let the Vitag Rays take the stage. Vitag Rays. What is that like? (laughs) Sounds like something that happens. Are they going to do juggling? What are they going to do? Overeat at the buffet. (laughs) Came down the with the tag ray. The tag rays at the buffet. That would be a good comedy movie, right there. Uh, just, just like, <laughs> just like I heard a comedian say that pizzeria sounds like something you get if you, you eat too much at the pizza parlor. <laughs> I, okay, uh, I'll just stop right there. Yeah, back that one up. <laughs> well, even that could be taken wrong, right? That's right, Steve. Why don't we you tell need, us something that brings back us on down? All right. I don't know who starts us. these All right. rabbit so, trail runs here. It lasted. But it's not me. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Steve. It lasted a month. What did, Steve? CNN Plus. Uh, uh, what was dis- CNN Plus? What yeah, was, yeah, CNN what was Plus it? Was, well, they took the 17 people that are watching CNN and found out how many of them <laughs> wanted to pay for a streaming right. service. Five. And then they said they had to board the plane. They were down to 10. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and then uh, but they're they're shutting it down. It's not working. One month after they one launched. One month after they yeah. launched. It's very disappointing. CNN is in deep trouble. <laughs> That's CNN shocking. Is, 
CNN Plus, CNN, they got new ownership. Uh, Discovery Channel, is that what you? Yep. Uh, they got new ownership. Discovery bought uh, Warner, let's see. CNN Plus launched when its parent was still AT&T. It combined with, it, with Discovery earlier this month in a new company, Warner Brothers uh, Discovery. So what I'm saying is there's new ownership of CNN, and they're cleaning house. Well, and, and let me just let me just tell you. Now, I, 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 Discovery has some great programming. I don't know if you've ever uh, seen these right, shows yeah, where they'll have the, yeah. the, you know, like a scorpion fight, a tarantula. The yeah. problem was they were going to start doing that with the CNN hosts. So Don Lemon, the first episode was Don Lemon against Anderson Cooper. Right. And uh, because was, Discovery Channel, they were yeah, hoping for some gonna, viewership, yeah, uh-huh. but it didn't, it didn't work it didn't out materialize. well. And then, of course, Wolf Blitzer. Well, who's going to take on the off? wolf? That's right. The wolf. So uh, They're canceling their streaming service. The point is CNN's about to go some undergo some real changes to try to make them profitable again and get their reputation back if they can as a uh, straight forward news service because they've just become filled with Trump derangement syndrome right. for the last six years. And and they, they can't get back on – they can't help themselves. And they've had a lot of scandal with Chris Cuomo and uh, others. They're at the uh, at CNN, and so Discovery buys them, and they're going to want to turn it. They say back into a a a real legitimate uh, news service, and not just bash Republicans and Trump all day right. every day. So we'll see whether that happens or not. But their streaming service didn't work; it was not profitable, <clears throat> and so I don't know what Chris Wallace is going to do now. What's he going to do now? Who cares? They, I would think they would probably try to keep someone like him. He, you know, he he, he he's a, he had pretty, a pretty good, good uh, pretty good interviewer. Yeah, he's yeah. T- he's tough. He's he's he he was too he's far a, to the he's left. Le- he's in my liberal, opinion, but yeah, no he's doubt, liberal. But yeah, uh, but he's a pretty good interview. You know, if he wants to have an interview show, kind of like Meet the Press kind of thing. Yeah, that that on that, CNN. Yeah, <clears throat> Steve, go. Well, uh, there is a bill that is being proposed in Rhode Island. It uh, Rhode Island. Yes, Rhode Island, the state that's right yes. north of uh, New York. It uh, doesn't look like it's going to go very far, but this is actually it has a number. It's S2552, and it would impose double income tax on anybody who's not vaccinated. I don't Did think you that's say legal. That Rhode Island was north of New York? I think you is go that, out of – Is that go, true? You go outside – or yeah. Yeah, well, New York City. I'm thinking I, about I think, Delaware, I guess. Yeah. It, it's right. Connecticut and then yeah, Rhode Island, right? Yeah. Well, un- right City, underneath, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, um, so, so they're wanting How to do that what? How is legal? They, that is not legal. You can't do that. Well, they got a bill. It's probably not going to go anywhere. Not going to go anywhere. But he is uh, proposing Who, it. Who's this? Who's this proposing? guy named uh, Senator Samuel Bell. Yeah. Well, somebody need to ring his. <laughs> do you get that one in? Yes. <laughs> Bell Ray. Yeah. So, <laughs> you, you, I, don't, I don't think you can use taxes to penalize certain groups of people. I, I think that's right. unconstitutional. I, yeah, I, forget what they, I forget what they call that, but you, 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 like Congress can't do that. Right. Congress can't pass a law to say, well, we're going to tax Democrats at a, at a higher level 
Too just bad, because huh? they're Democrats. Yeah, that's not going to work. <laughs> Publicity stunt. Next, right. next story, Steve. Well, um, let's talk about uh, just staying with masks just for a second. Uh. Delta, Delta Airlines uh, told a whole bunch of people that they could not fly. If some people made a big deal about wearing a mask, and they put them on a no-fly list if they talked back to the stewardess, or I'm sorry, flight attendant, or made a big deal on the plane. They put Delta put them on their own private no-fly list. Now the mask mandate is gone. They still cannot get on the plane if they were banned during the mask thing unless they demonstrate, I don't know what that means, an understanding of their expected behavior when they fly. Well, listen, I saw some of that. Listen, I was opposed to forcing people to wear a face mask on airplanes in the first place. However, uh, the the airline... uh, that if the airline was requiring it, that's your choice. Either I can buy a ticket on that airline or I right. can drive or I can get on a bus or a boat or I can stay home, okay? The airline has a right uh, as a private company, if that's what they want to impose, uh, to do that. And Delta, Delta says we had a number of customers that behaved inappropriately with either our flight attendants or they berated them or they cussed them or they whatever, and – we don't want these people on our planes unless, as you say, they demonstrate some kind of a repentance. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't, I don't, I don't find any fault with Delta on that myself. I'm, I'm with you. I, I, I think you know what you're going into. So then don't get on the plane right. and cause a ruckus. And you know, the, 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 this, can you call them uh, flight attendants? I was going to call them stewards and stewardesses. They don't use that anymore, but the flight attendants, they, most of them, I would guess the vast majority, loathed, loathed oh, yeah. oh, having yeah. to tell people all of this. Now, I will say this. there's did There did seem, because we all saw video, people holding up their phones. There were, a ha- there were handfuls of flight attendants. The power went right to their head, okay? And they, they had a little Barney Fife moment. <laughs> Barney Fife moment. And there were instances where they got really, Barney went full Barney Fife with, with people with little children, you know, making them wear masks when the kids were screaming. And yeah. There were a f- handfuls ridiculous. of those, but I agree with you, Tim. You, you know what you're getting into. Uh, you don't go on so, the plane and make a big I, scene. But I would, I appreciate Delta saying, Hey, I don't know what they're going to have to do. Say, I'm sorry. <laughs> right. I won't do it again. Uh, to let people back on their planes who they kicked off for now, they are giving them a chance to redeem themselves so to speak. So we'll see what happens. Next story, Steve. Back on the plane. Back uh, on the plane. Just seeing this from Fox News. Be careful who you make upset when you're on an airline. A drunk passenger sat right behind Mike Tyson in a seat. The boxer. The boxer. (laughs) Iron Mike. Iron Mike Tyson. And he was intoxicated. Asked Mike. Who who was intoxicated? Not not Mike. The passenger. Okay. This young man was intoxicated. Asked Mike apparently for a photograph, which... Mike Tyson said fine and took the photograph, but the guy wouldn't leave him alone and started kind of badgering Mike Tyson and making him, and I guess some not kind things were said. And Mike Tyson gets up and just beats the living daylights out of this kid. <laughs> Let me tell you, this is... I mean, I would, don't pick on Mike Tyson. What are you thinking? This is this is reason number 78 <laughs> why you should, shouldn't get drunk, okay? So there's a, well, bunch, of, there's a bunch of reasons, okay? But here's one of them. You play stupid games and you win stupid prizes. <laughs> You're going to pick Iron Mike. Now, 
I don't think that Mike Tyson should have beat the guy up because he's probably going to get in a lot of trouble. But you do not want to get hit by Mike Tyson. No. This is just this is just idiocy on parade here. You know, if you're gonna if you're gonna up, maybe do that with with uh, Brian Stelter from yeah, CNN. I can see that happening. Irritate him. <laughs> not much is going to happen, but not Mike Tyson. Wow. <laughs> Yeah. By the way, let me. We still have uh, about 15 minutes left in our uh, uh, pledge, our $150,000 challenge. That goes until 12 noon Central Time. It is our Spring Shareathon, folks, and we are encouraging you to give to American Family Radio. The number is 877 616 2396. Whatever you give in the next 15 minutes will be matched. $100 $100 becomes $200, $300 becomes $400. I mean, excuse me, uh, $100 becomes $200, $300 becomes $600. The number to call is 877-616-2396. You can give online at AFR.net. I haven't said this in a while, so let me remind you about our Spring share premiums. For a one-time gift of $150 or more, you will receive the It's My Turn, the collected radio spots of Don Wildman. It's a four-CD set. I think we're going to do more of these in the years to come. This is going to be very popular. For a monthly gift of $30 or more, you become a great commission partner. You will not only receive the It's My Turn four-CD set, you will also receive the It's My Turn Don Wildman book. All of those uh, spots... I have been transcribed, put in a very nice-looking book. You can have both of those for a monthly gift of $30 or more. We do encourage people to give monthly if you can. It's very easy for you. You don't have to think about it. You just give uh, your your credit card information or your debit card, however you want to do that. You become a great commission partner. There's other benefits of giving on a monthly basis. As a great commission partner, you access all the – videos and documentaries and films we have available on our streaming platform. That's streaming.afa.net. The number to call if you want to give to our Spring Shareathon is 877-616-2396. That's 877-616-2396. Go ahead, Steve. Uh, Tennessee is having none of the wokeness in some in their schools. Um uh, this uh, you you know that the transgender thing is becoming all the rage with kids, unfortunately, right. and uh, a lot of these kids are demanding that their teachers use their pronouns the, that they now want to be called. If it's a guy, I want you to use she or he or they yeah. or whatever. Well, Tennessee, a new bill there, it's SB 2777, 2777, would apply it to all employees of public schools and local agencies. They are rendered immune they are not civil civilly liable for using a correct pronoun even if the student doesn't want them to use that pronoun well listen uh this is this is becoming uh, like a lot of other cultural issues a dividing line and i'm grateful for members of state legislatures who will step up we've been talking about florida we've talked over the last couple of months, few months, about Virginia, what happened there. Uh, people are starting to speak up, and they don't want to be ignored. And especially when it comes to their children, they do not want this woke garbage being forced on their children. And so good 
for the members of the legislature mm-hmm. in Tennessee. I hope that bill gets passed. Yep. Yep. All right. Um, Ed, you're a, a nature lover, aren't you? Would you consider yourself an environmental? Um, I, I actually do I, like he does, nature. He, he does flower gardens. I do, yes. I, I, so I, love, that, that, I love trees. I, I'm not a tree hugger per se, but I love beautiful trees and don't think they should be cut down you know, for for not for no good reason. What about you know? the ocean? Do you like uh, the sea life and love the ocean? Love the ocean. Prefer Easy. to look at the uh, ocean life, especially the stuff that bites hmm. on Discovery, yes. which now owns CNN. <laughs> there's, there's, well, there's Jacques Cousteau, and then there's Ed Battagliano. <laughs> in my mind, I know he's right second up. Second huh? up. Yeah. Well, okay. If you decide, if if you happen to pass away when you're in Florida. You can have your cremated remains mixed with a little concrete and dropped at the bottom like of a, the sea where it is going to be the basis. like a mob hit. <laughs> I knew exactly. what you said. Sounds like I knew exactly where you were going. In fact, I Good pointed night. at you. So somebody, you some, concrete overshoes. Somebody's <laughs> advertising this? Yeah. Well, you can, uh, you can pay to have another it done. business. <laughs> you can pay to have it done. Oh, really? yeah. uh, Where's Ed Vitagliano? Uh, he sleeps uh, with the fishes. <laughs> I'll just finish. The, por- the, the purpose of this is to start a coral reef because those kind of things that they put your already deceased Hey, ashes. listen, listen. I know I need to lose a few pounds, Steve. Right. Where but is if this you're, going? If you're saying I personally could start an entire coral reef, <laughs> you can do it when I die. <laughs> you can do it. This is Are you a, talking uh, about your cremate, cremate, cremated remains, yeah. oh, your okay. ashes. Yeah, you that, give it to this company. It's a nonprofit, and they well, that's it, good. They mix it with a little concrete. So they they got a board, I'm glad they got a board of directors, <laughs> yeah. some accountability yeah. with their finances. That's right. Yeah. So that that is a real thing. It is. And uh, and and it's and called coral eternal reefs, reef. Con, uh, uh, coral reefs do get in trouble. I mean, if you're not careful with you know oil spills or what have you, then, and those are home to to many many different types of fish in the sea. There are many fish in the sea, as yes. as someone yeah, has. As once your said. mama told you when you were sixteen. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Plenty of fish in the sea, son. <laughs> yes, I know, but they all swim away <laughs> or bite <laughs> or bite. All right. Yes. All, All right. right. Reason number. Are we s- out of stories, Steve. <laughs> I got more, but uh, we can stop anytime you want. Uh, well, let me just thank some folks. Yeah. <clears throat> who are still alive? Yes, <laughs> and are making pledges to Sherathon. Uh, that I'm going to thank Beth in Delphus, uh, Ohio. Sarah in Slidell, Louisiana, Jeanette in Salem, Iowa, Sandra and Eugene in Sun City, West Arizona, uh, Harvey in Ruston, Louisiana, Lisa in Mayfield, Kentucky, Karen in Kingsley, Iowa, and Anton, A-N-T-O-N-I-E. Anthony? Anthony in uh, Florence, Alabama. These are just people who've called in the last few minutes. Eric in Cherokee, Alabama. Uh, Lucia uh, in Pearland, Texas. Shirley in Rockford, Michigan. Where else? We got folks all over the place. This weird, Linda in truly... Aberdeen, South Dakota. I know. I'm at South Dakota right there checking in. So, South Dakota you know representing. I, I'm looking at a lot of these towns. We don't have radio stations there. 
these are people who are giving to us, and we don't have radio stations there, which tells me they're listening to the app. Right. The AFR app, and that's been a big boom for us here. Yes. It's, it makes people be able to listen anywhere in the world. Right. Frankly, as long as you have high-speed internet. So, uh, listen, we are winding down our share for these two hours, and then Jackson and Jackson will be ahead, Fred, and uh, – <laughs> E.W. Bishop. The Jackson, too. Jackson. E.W. Jackson. Yes. Easiest one, two, three. Steve loves his singing. Steve's got a good voice. (laughs) So uh, we got seven minutes left, right? Yes. Why don't I give the number? Because this is a. You can double your gift right now. Yes. You can double your gift. Seven minutes. Who who wouldn't want to do that? You got seven minutes left to double your gift to AFR. Right. Go. All right. And that is part of a $150,000 challenge that uh-huh. ends in, as Tim said, seven minutes. So in order to do that, how would you do that? How Well, you call this Is that number. a rhetorical question? It's it, it just a, yes, a rhetorical question. Well, not quite rhetorical. Now I'm, I'm wasting time trying to explain. But uh, listen, we've got folks out there. We're looking out from our studio through the glass into Sherathon Central. And there are people doing nothing. There are a lot of people on the phone. We're not looking dimly either. We're looking (laughs) clearly. So here's the number to call. 877-616-2396. By the way, you will talk to a real person. Yes, you will. Not someone in Pakistan. No. All right? You'll talk to a real person. 877. Hello, Mr. Whaleman. (laughs) This is Johnny. That's pretty good. That I like yes, that. Yes, I've had the eight, eight. conversations with many of them. <laughs> Try to tell me their name is Johnny. Do you want an icy with that? All right, that uh, that was oh, a call for. Uncalled for. Huh? Who was that? I didn't single out a country. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't even say they were bad people. I just right. I was, Those concrete cheese might be coming sooner than you think. I was just repeating to you what I hear. Yes. When uh, I get a call or intro, they, they answer a call. Eight seven seven six one six. Two three nine six. That gets you on the phone with a real person. Let's say you don't want to talk to a real person. You right. can give online at afr.net. You can just simply interact with the tele with the uh, computer screen, and you can still give. Are you still there, Mr. Wellman? <laughs> Mr. Wellman, are you still there? By the way, I was joking about the yes. icy, but you know that up until three years ago, it was the summer before COVID was the first time I'd ever had an icy. Really. Yes, my wife and I, we were at Walmart, and they have these little subway things. And she said, and it was hot out. She really? said, what, let's split an icy. And I said, ah, that never did appeal to me. So she got one of those, like, root beer or Coke ices. Did it oh, change your I, life? It changed my life. I never tasted you know, anything had, so, so uh, good. I know the Coke ices have been around for 50 years. Yeah. Huh, at convenience stores and such, but you'd never had one? I'd never had one. It just... It to me, you know what it looked like to me is I don't like snow cones either. Right. It looked like just a give snow you a cone. headache. You just give like yes, a, give I, you a, a cold headache, an ice headache. Yeah, yeah. I just well, what's the point yeah, of that? I, if I want some cold of the ice cream. Yeah, gets, that icy was amazing. Yeah, Changed the problem my life. with that though is that all the good stuff ends up at the bottom. You drink all the Coke syrup, and then you're left with a glass full of ice. Kind of like well, life, not but not yeah. icy. You, you get all the way down to the bottom of that icy. Yeah, I, I'm not, I don't like the snow cones. I've had those. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. that's that's meaningless. Yeah, so if you're wondering, to... folks, what's going on here, <laughs> so are we, quite frankly. And, and we've only got I've been three... on for two hours. And I know we got three minutes show. left of our yeah. two-hour shift, and uh, it's kind of like uh, getting a little hysterical. It's like three a.m. in the morning when you spend the night over your friend's house. That's you exactly know? people start what I'm saying feeling. stuff, huh? 
And we uh, also have lunch right we're ready for us. Yes, we we're ready for lunch because everybody else is out there eating lunch. Yeah. That we're and we're, we're watching them. Yeah. <laughs> so uh all right, uh, it's been a wonderful 2 hours. Uh, people have responded in a tremendous way to our appeal to help us during Sherathon. We are uh we got 6 hours left basically of Sherathon. Where do, where are we uh, where are our numbers in terms of total pledges for Sherathon and the amount? I have the amount. For some reason, I can't see total pledges. Total pledges are at 14,804. I'm not, yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Like, as you said, that yeah. oftentimes, probably most of the time, yeah. represents families. Yeah. And so uh, I'm not sure what our AFR record is on that. I do know we'll find out. that for total amount pledged, our record is from last fall which was $45,000 shy of $4 million. After it was all said and done. After it was all said and done. We are at $3.2 million gotcha. right now. So, folks, six six hours to go. Let's break the record. Let's hit $4 yeah. million. It, there's a possibility. It's a, it's, a, it's an outside shot, but there's a possibility we could break the record by the end of the night Yeah, uh, with our share which ends, by the way, at 6 o'clock Central Time here on AFR. Hey, we just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you, everybody who's uh, called and Amen. and uh, are going online and made a pledge on Sherathon. Uh, we we uh, were humbled yes. by your support and your trust and your um, the value you pr- place on what you hear on American Family Radio. And trust me, Ed is in leadership here, as am I. And we take our jobs. We have a lot of fun here on this show, but we take our jobs seriously. Because we understand the investment that thousands and thousands of families are making in what we do. So we want to provide the best, I don't mean to sound business-like, but quote product. Right. We can. We want to find the best host. We want to have the, we want to, we want to be true to the Bible. Right. We want to be true to the constitution. We want to, uh, uh, we want to tell people about the saving grace of Jesus Christ so they can. And our hearts ache for America. Amen. Amen. It's a critical, critical time in our nation. And we want to tell people the truth about what's happening in our country so right. that we can make an impact and a difference and save our republic. Yes. From uh, For the sake of religious liberty. Amen. Other and our children and our grandchildren. Yes. We want to them to enjoy this great country. We'll be back uh, tomorrow. I'll be back this afternoon, rather with Abe at 5.30 Central Time. But Trivia Friday will be on tomorrow.